0: I want to give a warm welcome uh, to each one this evening, and we welcome you to Hillsborough Free Presbyterian Church, and soon to be Royal Hillsborough Free Presbyterian Church. And we're all part of the royal family. The Bible talks about the royal priesthood of believers, so that has a ring to it, and very fitting that we'll become Royal Hillsborough. Again. Let us now seek the Lord together in prayer. We come to still our hearts and to ask the Lord for his blessing upon our meeting tonight. Our eternal God and our loving Heavenly Father, we do thank thee that we're gathered together in thy house. We do praise thee that we're found in the place where prayer is wont to be made. And we do thank thee, our Father, that we can gather together with thy children And we can come before the throne of heavenly grace in the attitude of prayer. And we do thank thee, our Father, that as we seek thee, that we come by the new and living way. We know that of ourselves, O God, we are not worthy. But we thank thee for the Lord Jesus Christ who became our substitute. The one who bore our sins in his own body, even there upon the tree. The one who suffered the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. And we thank thee tonight for the power, for the cleansing power of the Saviour's precious blood that brings us nigh unto the Lord our God. And we thank thee, our Father, even for his righteousness that has been imputed to us and received by faith alone. And therefore, as we come before thee tonight, we're clothed in a beauty that is not our own. And we thank thee that we come trusting and resting in the finished work of Christ. And all that tonight, our Father, we would know that blessed fellowship and that sweet communion with thyself, and that thou wouldst lift our hearts heavenward, and even tonight, O God, plant our feet Upon that higher spiritual plane, indeed, may we be taken up in the heavenlies. That Thou wouldst lift up, O God, the very light of Thy countenance upon us and bless our hearts even here in this house this evening. We do ask, O God, that as we come even to seek Thee in prayer, that we would know the Spirit of the Lord to strengthen even our hearts. We read in Thy Word about strengthening the weak hands and confirming the feeble knees and that need O oh God to be strong in the Lord and therefore we ask tonight for the infilling of thy spirit and that even here this evening we would know what it is to worship thee in spirit and in truth and we would give on to the Lord the glory that is due unto his great name and we pray O oh God for every aspect of our meeting We do thank thee tonight for our sister Joyce that has come amongst us. We do praise thee, our Father, for the grace of God in her life. We thank thee, O God, for the many years of service and devotion that she has given to thee. And we praise thee, O God, for the burden even to see boys and girls, the up-and-coming generation, one for the Lord Jesus Christ. And we praise thee, O God, for granting to her even that privilege down through the years of pointing the little ones to the Savior, seeking to see them, O God, following after thee. And O, as her sister comes to speak and to report to us this evening. Give her help from heaven, our Father. Bless her in her own heart, we pray, and grant that she would become even that blessing to each one that is gathered. And we thank thee for the people of God that gather together at the midweek prayer meeting. We praise thee, even our Father for others at home uh, that would tune in online to the meeting. And we pray that together tonight we would know thy presence with us and we would know the blessing of the triune God. So, Father, hear us and continue with us now. We ask these things in the Savior's great name. Amen. Amen. Well, before our sister Joyce comes to speak to us tonight, we're going to sing. Amen. As we take our seats, I do want to give our sister, Miss Joyce Walsh, a very warm welcome to our meeting this evening. Our sister has labored for many years under the mission board of her church as a child evangelist. We're glad to welcome her tonight for this deputation meeting. She's going to come and give to us an update of her labors for the Lord and also to share a presentation as well. So Joyce, you're very welcome. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much, Mr. Kenny. I do appreciate your words of welcome this evening. And it is good to be with you and to be able to share a little bit with you about what has been happening in the work amongst our boys and girls. Now, unfortunately, a year ago, things came to a very abrupt end. And one day you're in a school and the next day you weren't. And things were very hard and very difficult um, to come to terms with not going out to a school assembly or going out to a week of children's meetings in a church or a weekly children's meeting or a deputation meeting, whatever it was. And so I found it very, very frustrating, very frustrating uh, having to be at home and not a lot happening. But of course, the Lord's ways are never our ways. And as you know, um, FPC Kids came into being, and the Lord has opened a tremendous door of ministry to us. And we're so thankful to the Lord for that and for the opportunities that we've had uh, of the gospel going out across the internet, going out across the world. It's been amazing. And uh, the Lord has enabled us, and the Lord has helped us in many ways. Now, having said that, it took me out of my comfort zone. I was very happy in my own little corner, uh, going to my school assemblies and doing my meetings within my meetings within the schools, and going to deputation meetings and weekly children's meetings and ladies' meetings or whatever it might have been. I was very happy with that. But this new avenue of service really took me out of my comfort zone, and it was difficult uh, to get uh, to grips with it in in some ways. Um, Just looking into a camera and there's no boys and girls out there. I'm sure Mr. Kenny knows what it's like. No congregation out there that you're talking to and you're just talking into space and it's very, very difficult and you're trying to encourage children to sing and and what have you. And as I say, it takes time to get used to it. A few months back now, I suppose it was, um, I went to one of our churches, they had done their children's meeting online, and I went to to speak at the final meeting, and they had a few adults there and a few children uh, from some of the workers, and it was like heaven on earth to be standing in front of boys and girls and to be able to speak to them. Another night recently, I was at one of our churches to speak at their children's meeting, Of course, all socially distancing and, you know, they're all over the place. And they were all brought in by cars. Uh, People brought them, even people not associated with the church. And again, it was just wonderful to be able to stand there. And there's live children in front of you and you can interact with them. And that was just quite amazing. And so we do thank God for things opening slowly. And we do pray that things will continue to open up and that soon we'll be able to be back doing what we do. And do pray to that aim that soon, uh, as far as the children's work is concerned, that doors will open and the opportunities will be there again to get into the schools and all of the other uh, activities that that we do. As far as FPC Kids is concerned, last year we um, did two holiday Bible clubs online and those were a tremendous success we had people listening in America. We had people listening in Australia. We had people listening in Spain. Quite a good listening in England, and of course, our own being Northern Ireland. And we reached children with the gospel that perhaps would not have uh, had the opportunity to hear. One lady in in the United States, she put up a comment. She said, "It's the middle of the night here. I'm up with my child." And she was up in the middle of the night listening to what was going out across the internet, and so many many uh, opportunities like that. We did a, a holiday Bible club at Christmas, and that was a really good success as well. And at Easter, Easter was quite a quite a quite a session. Uh, decided to record some of it outside, and if any of you watched it, um, you'd have seen Catherine and myself getting blown away on. Um, up at the big stone outside Warren Point. I think we got the windiest day in the week. But anyway, we managed to get through it. And again, very thankful for uh, the people who uh, made comments and encouraged us in what we were doing. In fact, there was one lady who wrote in and she said, you know, she said, um, I have a learning disability child, and this child is an adult and she said, my daughter never misses a video of FPC Kids and she really, really enjoys it. And so that was a, like a new avenue. That we had seen somebody with learning difficulties who could listen in and who could enjoy it. Um, we could keep you all night telling you of comments that have been sent in. And we're so thankful to God for the opportunities that have been given to us. Robert one day text and he said to Christina and myself, he said, I've had a wee thought, and I thought here Robert goes with his wee thoughts, he said, why don't we all try to contact the schools that we're normally involved with and maybe we could record short videos that could be used for assembly in the classroom. And we thought, yes, that sounds like a good idea. And so we did. We recorded short videos that could be used in schools. And so we contacted the schools that we were in touch with. And then he come back and he said, I have another we thought. And I thought, what now, Robert? He said, why don't we try to contact every school in Northern Ireland? And I thought, Robert, that's not a wee thought. That's a massive thought. But that's what happened. The province was divided between the three of us. And we each had a a section that we uh, were responsible for contacting every school. Now I mean every school. Every school was contacted and made aware of the uh, short videos that they could use in their schools for assembly in the classroom. And they have been a tremendous success. It's been amazing. The principals that have come back to us and said, you know, one principal, a lovely Christian young fellow, he texted me back and he said, Joyce, FPC kids, scripturally sound, great teaching, and well presented. And it's been an an encouragement to us, of course. And I know she doesn't like being mentioned too often, but we have a great background team. Uh, Catherine Kane, uh, daughter of Alistair Hamilton's, Catherine comes and records for us. And then she takes it all away and she edits it, puts it all together. She told us that for one half hour program, it could take her three hours to edit it. And she does a fantastic job. And then Glenn Hamilton, Glenn does a lot with uploading and downloading and whatever loading has to be done. Uh, all of this is foreign language to me. But um, Alistair's involved as well. And we thank God for these young people and the talents and gifts that, that God has given to them and we rejoice in that. We recorded last week and we recorded a holiday Bible club that is to go out in August and again, um, it's, it's difficult. We, we, we did the five days in one day and that's a lot of work and we did some of the recording of quizzes outside and uh, we have a bit of crack with it all Uh, stuff you don't see on the screen but it's brought a tremendous bond between Robert and Christina and myself as we've worked together with this ministry so we're looking forward to that holiday bible club going out there'll be the missionary story the bible lesson there'll be memory verse and quizzes and crafts and the whole works so uh, do keep that in mind and pray for it that it will be owned and blessed of God, and that as it does go out, um, boys and girls will be reached with the gospel, and not only boys and girls, but mums and dads as well. So please do keep that in mind. Uh, As far as this summer is concerned, a lot of it is still all up in the air as to what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. So there's not a lot of definite plans for the summer except Sandown Road Camp are going to do their camp via Zoom and I'm doing the Bible teaching for them and then our mission board camp will also be on Zoom and Robert and Christina and myself will be involved in that so do remember these that the Lord will um, undertake for us and help us in all of our teaching and that above all the message will go out to not only children but mums and dads and Grannies and grandmas will also come to know Christ as their saviour. We have seen children saved. We have, and we rejoice in that. The very first Bible corner that went out way back last March, there was a wee girl saved that night. And we took that as a seal from the Lord that this was the direction we should go. So please do pray. I do appreciate your prayers tonight. And I just don't say that as a matter of form. And because the mission board has said, now be sure and thank people for praying for you. I say that from the bottom of my heart tonight. And I thank you as God's people for praying. I really do. And for those who support us financially, I say to you a very, very sincere word of thanks. Um, Your support prayerfully and financially is greatly appreciated because we could not do what we do without the help of God's people. And I thank you tonight for taking me upon your heart, for praying for me, and for supporting me in the work of God. So thank you very much for all of your help and for all of your support. Before we look at a short presentation, this presentation was done prior to March of last year. It was put together. And I'm only showing you part of it because some of it is not really relevant. So um, it's just a short presentation and keep that in mind that it was put together before March of last year. But first of all, we're going to read a, few, uh, a couple of verses of Scripture. and just want to leave a couple of wee thoughts with you. Psalm 78, a wonderful, wonderful psalm uh, when it comes to talking about the evangelization of children. It's a really, really wonderful psalm. But we're only going to read a couple of verses. Verse 6, Psalm 78, verse 6. The psalmist writes, and just take note of the generations as we read this verse 6, that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children. Did you get the, the connection of the generations? one generation after another, telling them about the Lord. And this is verse 7, which I want us to think about, that they may set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. I was reading through the Psalms a wee while back, and when I was reading this particular Psalm and reading through it, verse 7 really struck me as regarding the evangelizing of our boys and girls and the responsibility that we have to them as the people of God and we do the Lord Jesus said go you into all the world and our world is where we are it wasn't just for the missionaries going to the foreign field but it's for all of us here at home that we will go out into the world around us and present the gospel to those that need to hear it And so as I thought about this verse, I noticed that it just divides itself nicely up into three wee sections. And the reason we evangelize our children is that they might set their hope in God. And you know, there's many today and they're setting their hope in many things. They're setting their hope in their job and their possessions and their work and all of the other things that uh, their lives are involved in. And they think very little about the things of God and they have no hope for the future because they're not saved and they're not trusting in Christ as their saviour and so that's why we evangelise our children that they might set their hope in God that they might put their faith and their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ as their saviour not only that they might set their hope in God and trust Christ but also that they might not forget the works of God might not forget the works of God. That they might be continually reminded of all that the Lord has done for them. How that the Lord Jesus came into the, into the world and he died on a cross and he shed his precious blood so that their sin might be forgiven. And he did that for them. Even in their sin, he loved them and he died for them. And so we need to constantly remind our children that they might not forget the works of God and forget what God has done for them. We can so easily forget what God has done for us and we can become familiar and and complacent when we think of what the Lord Jesus Christ has done and God sending his son. But that we might encourage our children to set their hope in God and not forget the works of God. And thirdly, that they might keep his commandments, but keep his commandments that they might learn the importance of obeying the word of God, obeying the word of God, not a a legalistic obedience, but an obedience to the Lord because they're in that personal relationship with Jesus Christ and that they might seek to live their lives in a way that truly honors and glorifies him. And so God has given to us that task and, and I thank God and as Mr. Kenny said tonight, I've been at this more years than I care to think about sometimes and I see now um, people that I taught in children's meetings and now they're coming into church with their wee ones and some that I taught in children's meetings they have family that are now getting married and I think to myself Joyce you must be awful old but that's how it is and so we need to be constantly reminding them and teaching them the good news of the gospel of christ and i thank god for the privilege and for the honor that he has given me of serving him the holiday bible club we have done the missionary story of william carey and i was doing the missionary story each day and that was one of the things that struck me about william Kerry. Even though when things were hard and difficult in India, and I think it was seven years before before he saw anyone come to Christ, and somebody said to him, you know, William, maybe you should quit. And he said, no. He said, the greatest honor of my life is that the Lord has chosen me to present the gospel. And I could say that tonight, and I thank God for the privilege that he's given me. When you go home tonight, we're not going to take time to look at it tonight, but when you go home, you read on down that psalm. And you'll read about Ephraim and what happened to Ephraim. They kept not the covenant of God and they refused to walk in his laws and they forget his works. Verse 9 and 10 and 11 were just what we've been talking about. And what happened to them? They failed in the battle. They failed in the battle because they didn't walk in all the ways of God. And that's what we want for our children that they will set their hope in God, that they'll not forget the works of God, that they'll learn to keep his commandments, and they'll walk in obedience to all the will of God. we we'll look at this wee presentation, and as I say, it was put together before March of last year. And I want to thank Ethan and Mr. Kenny for sorting this out for me, and I really do appreciate that in normal times... And I think we got used to talking about normal times. In normal times, I spend a lot of my time in schools. I didn't spend much time there when I was growing up. I often tell people I loved school when it was closed. And uh, my dad was a farmer. And if my dad needed hand to do something to sheep or cattle, I was first volunteer. And uh, so, but these days, I, I spend a lot of time in schools. And I hold school clubs When I started out under our mission board, it was orange halls and mission halls and people's gardens and people's garages and all sorts of things, and trailing uh, tanks of gas and bags of coal into orange halls to get them warmed up and all the rest of it. But nowadays, it's just wonderful. You go into a school, and in most cases, the principal will send out a letter to the parents, There'll be a consent form on it. It's brought back and the school knows exactly who's coming and I just go and do my thing and it's wonderful. And you're into a nice warm school building and it's great. Some schools I go to first thing in the morning would start at half nine and run through to ten o'clock for a week. Other schools I would go to at lunchtime. It was a school I always went to after school but the principal said to me in uh, 2019... Uh, she said, "Joyce, when you come to school this time, why don't you come at lunchtime?" And she said, "I think you'll get more boys and girls." Now we went in the month of February, and I thought, "Well, sure, we will, because it'll be cold outside." And we did a Bible or did a, a Bible club at lunchtime uh, for a half an hour, and whatever children wanted to come could come, and we had a great crowd of boys and girls, and it was really, really wonderful. Some schools I go to on a Monday morning and I will start with P1 and I'll work my way through to the end of the week when I'm with P7. And again, it works wonderfully well. Some schools I go to after school because it suits the teachers best. I go after school and from 2 o'clock to 3, I have um, P1 to P3. And you know how their attention span is, and it's a lot of action choruses and all the rest of it to keep them happy. And after you've had them for an hour, you feel like lying down in a darkened room uh, because they just take all your energy nearly. But it was wonderful. One day I was in a school, and a wee boy, actually I think he's in that far picture, a wee boy said to me, he said, Auntie Joyce, why is it that all the songs you sing Talk about Jesus' blood and talk about the cross. Why is that? And so I proceeded to tell him why, and all the children were there. And then he said to me, "Well, tell me this," he said. Yet I thought he was about ninety. "Well, tell me this," he said. "Can you really know you're saved?" And I said to him, "Yes, you can." And I had the opportunity to explain to all of them how they could be saved and how they could know that their sins are forgiven and that they're ready for God's heaven. If I'm in a school where there's a Free Presbyterian Presbyterian Church close by, names are passed on, and if any of those children don't go to their weekly meeting, well, then they can follow them up. And some of them have uh, gone to weekly meetings, and and that's a really great encouragement, or to a holiday Bible club, perhaps, that the, the church has had. And so we thank God for all of these opportunities Um, I thank God, as I've said already, for school principals and teaching staff who make me ever so welcome in their schools. And sometimes when I'm leaving, they'll say to me, book us in for next year. There's a school I go to, and I go during parent-teacher week, and the children all go home at 2 o'clock. So I go at 1, or sorry, quarter past 1, and I take the children from a quarter past one to two o'clock. The entire school. Over a hundred children. And the teachers get ready to talk to parents about what Jimmy and Johnny's doing in school. And I have them during that. And that principal, every time I'm there, he'll say, make sure and book us in for next week. And I had another school come to me and they said, could you come to our school during parent-teacher week? I said, well, if it's different to That school, I can come, but I can't if it's the same as that particular school because I've been going to it maybe four or five years. And we we thank God for these opportunities. So do pray that soon doors will open again and that we'll be able to get the opportunity to minister to boys and girls in our schools. And uh, as I say, teachers very often come and sit in as well. And they are also hearing the gospel And it's just a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Um, I go to all sorts of schools. Let's put it that way. All sorts of schools. And I I am grateful for every opportunity. And present the gospel to the boys and girls. And I'm so pleased tonight. I have never been asked not to come back to a school. And I present the gospel like I would present it in any meeting. And I'm so thrilled for the opportunity that God has given me. Outdoor meetings in the summertime are a tremendous way of reaching the children. Unfortunately, this is the second year that I have not been able to do outdoor meetings with our Mulliglass Church. In the month of May, I would usually have done three outdoor meetings. Uh, we'd start at four o'clock in White Cross, then we would go to Shandon Park in Newry, and then we'd finish up in Bessbrook. And as I say, unfortunately, we haven't been able to do it. But these have been great opportunities of presenting the word of God to the boys and girls. And we thank God that we have seen children saved in the outdoor meetings. Now, there have been occasions when people have objected to us. And they were going to call the police and they're going to call the TV people and they're going to call the radio people to tell them about how much we have offended them and all the rest of it. So what do we do? We just find ourselves another place within the housing estate, move on, get another spot, and continue to present the Word of God to our boys and girls. The bottom picture on the right there, um, in 2019, we had a week of youth council outreach in Limavady, and I had four young people from our church join me for that week, and we did two outdoor meetings every afternoon and then we did a holiday Bible club at the church and those young people were a tremendous asset and I said to them, you are responsible for the outdoor meetings. I'll be teaching at the holiday Bible club. They helped with that as well but you guys, that's your job for the week and they did an absolutely tremendous job and so thankful to God uh, for them. As I say um, some of our meetings, we've had a variety of children. The top one there uh, was in Yuri. We had Chinese, Japanese, Lithuanians, Romanian, Roman-ish, Polish, and a few Northern Ireland through in the mix. Uh, a wonderful group of boys and girls to be able to present the gospel to them. This wee picture here are children in White Cross and uh, a tremendous opportunity to bring the gospel to those boys and girls summer camps again um, unfortunately we won't be able to go on a site this year but in the will of God um, we trust and pray that come next year we'll be able to do our camps and invite the children together for a week it's a wonderful opportunity of bringing them together under the sound of God's word and you know Young lives have been touched and blessed and saved and encouraged. One boy went home from camp and he said to his daddy, he said, Daddy, he said, I have a closer walk with God as a result of being at camp. Now, isn't that fabulous? That is wonderful to hear an a 11-year-old boy go home and say that to his daddy. And, and many of the children, they, they've just been lives touched in camp And it's been such a tremendous blessing uh, for these these young people. Of course, when you get them um, to camp, as I've often said, they think they've arrived in heaven and there's no night there. And they come marching in, especially the boys, uh, the first morning. Oh, we're going to do an all-nighter tonight. And I think to myself, well, not if I can help it. But anyway, um, we get through the week uh, with the Lord's help. And then you're in your bed the first night and a wee tap on the door. Auntie Joyce, there's a wee girl crying in my dorm. She wants her mama. And I think, well, I'm no substitute for anybody's mama. But anyway, you go to the dorm and by the time, say there's five of them or six of them, and by the time you get to the dorm, they're all crying and wanting their mommies. And you think to yourself, dear Lord, you're going to have to help me here to get these children settled down. And eventually, thankfully, we do. The last mission board camp, we had the wee girls on the bottom there. Those were my wee girls, and uh, we thank God for them. There were a, two, a, a few tearful nights when, especially, they're great during the day. It's just when they go to bed at night, they're looking at their mummies. But we're thankful to the Lord. We haven't had to send any home or get the mommies to come and get them. We've managed to get them settled. So again, do please pray that soon these opportunities will open up our Sandown Road Camp and our Mission Board Camp. They're, as I say, a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. We have our missionary meeting in the morning, our missionary story. Then we have our Bible lesson at night and lots of activities in between. And it's very, very encouraging uh, to have these children together. So as I've said already, do, do please pray for us. Uh, That picture in the middle there, that was our mission board camp in 2019, and uh, as I say, we're looking forward uh, to getting back together again with the camps. Holiday Bible clubs, as you know yourselves, are a tremendous way of getting children in during the summer, and parents will sometimes let them come to a holiday Bible club when maybe they'll not come to anything else. And it's also an opportunity. If you have a parents' night, to get some of the parents to come, they may well not come for anything else, but they will come for their children. I was in a, a, one of our churches doing a parents' night, and the minister rang me at holiday Bible Club, and then I was at the parents' night, and the minister rang me the next day, and he said, "Joyce, there was a man in the meeting last night." And he came to talk to the minister afterwards and he said, "Um, something happened in my heart when that woman was speaking. Now, he wasn't saved, but I believe God was bringing conviction to his heart. And the minister said to him, he said, look, he said, after talking to him for a while, he said, we're having a mission soon. Why don't you come to the mission? And he did. And he got saved at the mission. And I thought, isn't it wonderful to be a link in the chain to see that man come to Christ. And very often, as I've said already, parents may not come to other things, but they'll come for their children. So do please pray. Pray that soon all of these doors will open to us again. One of the sad things is when children become older, they become less interested in the gospel. And I see this in school. You, I go into school this year, and I have a a good, depending on the size of the school, I have a good bunch of P6s, say maybe 20. I go back the next year, and they're into P7, and you might only have a handful, because they think when they get to P7, they're too big, and they don't need to come, and it's interesting. And that's in the schools, of course, where I go after school, and you see them slinking out of school, because they really don't want you to see them but it's so true that is what's happening children become less interested in the gospel and many of the parents unfortunately have not much interest in sending them I was thinking coming down the road tonight I remember the very first week of children's meetings I had here we were over in the hall and we had a fantastic amount of children coming in uh, from Ravarnet and Hillsborough and all over the place and in other churches. I have a picture at home that was taken in Banbridge Church um, back a number of years, quite a number of years ago. And we were having 150, 160 children at a holiday Bible club. And now you have a holiday Bible club and you're doing well if you have 80 or 100. And on many occasions, it's less than that. So we do need to pray for our rising generation. There's much out there that militates against them. Many of them are involved in alcohol, and very sad to say that. The drugs is a big issue. This new drug, and Chris can tell you more about it than I can, but this new drug, Spice, is the big thing that young people are into, and they vape with it. And some of them think they're vaping herbal cannabis, but they're vaping this drug, Spice. And it's lethal. And I know down our way, a few weeks back, there were a number of young people, 11, 12, 13-year-olds, and they had to be taken off to hospital as a result of this. So please do pray for them. Pray also for the children who are growing up in our denomination. We often pray a lot for the children out around us who come to our out meetings but let's remember the children that sit in these pews on a Sunday because they're facing the same difficulties. They're facing the same temptations and the same trials. And we need to pray that God will keep His hand upon them and that they will grow up to be men and women of God and take their place within the Church of Jesus Christ. I've probably told you the story before, but I'm going to tell you it again. And with this, I'm finished. Many years ago, There was a church in Scotland, and there was really nobody going to it. And there were an elderly couple and a wee boy. And one Sunday, the minister went out to preach, and after he had preached, he said to the elderly couple, he said, you know, is there really much point in carrying on services just for your two selves? You know, I come a long distance and you have to heat this big building and and there's just your your sails. And the wee boy heard him. And the wee boy went up to him and he pulled the end of his coat and he looked up into his face and he said, but sir, don't I count? Don't I count? And the minister had overlooked him. He was only a wee boy. But you know, that wee boy got saved and that wee boy was the late, great Robert Moffat who did a great work for God. So let's never overlook the wee ones. Oh yes, sometimes they give us headaches because you can't get them disciplined, you can't get them to sit down and they don't want to do this and they don't want to do that and all the rest of it. But let's never overlook them. Let's pray for them. Pray for the children that come. Pray for our children that come into the church that God will work in their young lives and that we'll see a generation raised up that will serve the Lord. Thank you again for being here, thank you for your support prayerfully and financially. I do appreciate it, and thank you, Mr Kenny.
0: Well, thank you, Joyce, this evening for coming along and for sharing something of the work that you are involved in. And we trust that the Lord will indeed undertake for you in the days to come when we would encourage God's people to pray uh, for her sister as she labors for the Lord. I do want you to remember as well tonight the retiring offering. And that offering will go in its entirety to support her sister and to encourage her in her labors. And we ask you to keep that in mind as you leave the meeting this evening. We're going to come to just a very short uh, season of prayer. I'm going to ask a couple of men if they would lead us off in prayer tonight. Uh, our Sunday school superintendent was the man I had in mind. And I'm looking to see he's on the door tonight, so maybe he's not in the meeting. No. Но... But I was going to ask Mr. Norman McCready as well uh, to lead us in prayer, and so maybe Norman could lead us off tonight, and then our brother, Mr. William Hamilton, if you could also lead us to the throne of grace. Do remember particularly our sister Joyce and the children's work, and do pray for the various aspects of the work of God here. Uh, Friday night is Presbytery night over Zoom, and the details can be circulated to the elders for Friday evening. We remember the Lord's Day with the Sabbath school and the Bible class and then our services, 11.30 a.m. and 7 p.m. Next Tuesday night, as we've already announced, we're wanting to observe the Lord's table. And so therefore we ask you to pray for that. And as we gather around the Lord's table next Tuesday night, that we might know his presence in a very real way and it might be a blessing to each of our hearts. Do you remember those who were sick and led aside? We have been praying for a brother, Mr. Bobby Davis. He was in the Royal Victoria Hospital, and he's now well enough to be transferred uh, from the hospital to Pond Park Nursing Home. He was to be transferred there today, and he will be there for respite. But do continue to remember him in your prayers. There are others who are undergoing treatment. We do continue to pray for them, and also those that have been bereaved in recent days. But let us just unite together uh, the two brethren to lead us in prayer, and then I will bring our meeting to a close. Thank you.